This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 204, the highest scoring vocabulary to move you to an eight. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll get specific vocabulary and exciting idioms for speaking questions about walking and cycling. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Jessica. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Yeah. Well, I'm doing pretty well, pretty well. Thinking about hopping on my bike today, Jessica, because it's Ooh, not actually nice. that cold out. And that's a rare event in January in Boston. <laughs> Wait, I thought you guys just had tons of snow. Was that not yeah, Boston? That, yeah, that was like last weekend. And that wasn't really Boston. That was more D.C. and New York. Oh, they got a lot okay. Of yeah. Like in my mm-hmm. in my mind, the whole East Coast is just like one place. Like anything, <laughs> well. <laughs> anything that happens over there is just like all over. <laughs> That doesn't no, really no, no. make sense. But so even though there's been snow, um, you could still cycle? I could totally cycle today. Yeah. I mean, I could have cycled yesterday. I mean, these days it's not that cold. Like it's 45 degrees out. You know, you can cycle when it's 45 degrees out. It's not too bad. 45, no, 45 is fine. Yeah. 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 Totally. So. Yeah. I was going to bike today too. It's gorgeous here. It's like sunny. I think it's in the 50s. Nice. Like, yeah. Very I got to nice. get outside. Do you bike all through the winter? No. Oh, my gosh. Not anymore. I used to because yeah. we didn't have a car for so long. Um, but oh. now that I have my cute little Volkswagen oh, right. bug, um, <laughs> and plus I'm in a new neighborhood, so I could seriously walk everywhere. I really – I almost never have to bike anymore even because I just wow. walk everywhere now. It's really nice. That's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. That's so cool. Well, Jessica, does does biking and walking, do those topics come up on the speaking test or on the writing test anywhere? For sure. So this this idea of general movement, right? Like getting yeah. from one place to another. It could mm-hmm. come in the form of um, public transport, transportation, private cars, or mm. walking. I mean, there's mm. been very specific questions in on the speaking test about walking and about cycling. But also mm. you could stretch it out to this other general topic of health fitness, right? Yeah. And that topic comes up could come up on the listening test, the reading Mm. test, speaking part three, writing task two. So today we're going to focus on like really specific vocabulary about walking and cycling. But guys, (laughs) this is not just for the speaking test, right? Like these ideas could come up anywhere. 
Yeah. And it's good to have this, you know, interesting vocabulary, right? Going back to the scoring system, we talk right. about that as a, a, a sure way to push up our score, having interesting and unique vocabulary. So that's what we're exactly. going to give you guys today. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. We came up with some super fun stuff. Lindsay and I had a lot of fun coming up with this vocabulary, guys. I know. We um, got a little carried away. It was fun. I know. We had to, we had to stop ourselves. We had to c- cut ourselves off. Okay. So, um, the first, I want to explain the first one because it's so super fun. Yeah. Um, that's so fun. the first word, it's a really descriptive, it's to describe how we walk. Okay. So this is swagger. So Ooh. when I think of swagger, I think of, of um, a man or a woman who mm-hmm. walks with a lot Swear. of confidence and mm-hmm. sort of like maybe sways their hips from side to side. Like if you watch, <laughs> like if you watch a person walk and they, we say they have swagger. So it could be a noun. Yeah. Or yeah. You could say as a verb, they swagger. It means that you could see their confident personality in the way they walk. And I know mm. listeners, you can picture this in your head. You know, you could yeah. picture someone, you know, who, who swaggers or who has swaggers. Just you could look at them right away. Like they are super confident and they think <laughs> they're super cool. Maybe it's good or bad, but they definitely <laughs> have like a unique way of walking. Wow. It's interesting how everyone has their own kind of walk. I find that really interesting. Oh, yeah. Their own gait. Yeah. <laughs> totally. That's yeah. Cool. Their gait, right? How they walk. That's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I was telling you, Lindsay, I was telling you just uh before we recorded today that um I'm seeing a personal trainer at my gym because I could tell yeah. my gait, right, from having my knee surgery and coming oh. back from that, I'm worried that my gait might be thrown off because the muscles are oh. imbalanced. So mm-hmm. gait, mm-hmm. That could come up on the speaking or writing test too as a vocab word for sure. Exactly. I like that. So can you throw out an example, Jessica, of a typical question? Like what would what would be a typical question that the act the actual question that we might hear on the test? Yeah. I mean, we know that okay, the topic cool. is around cycling and walking, but it's good to put it into context here. Yeah. Right, of course. So some different um walking questions you might be asked would be um, do you enjoy walking around your city? Do you think your okay. city is a good place to walk around? Where should hmm. tourists walk to? Do you yeah. um do you walk every day or do you walk for exercise or because you have to? Um, how could your lots city be better for walking? Um, mm-hmm. lo- so uh, lots of different questions, very focused on that. And cycling, it's going to be similar. Um, yeah. Is your, like, do people bicycle commute in your city? Or um, what could make your city streets safer for cycling? Do you think mm-hmm. it's better to cycle or walk? Should people listen to stuff on their headphones when they're cycling. Yeah. So we've done lots of questions. A lot lot of questions. It reminds me of the episode we did a few days ago, Jessica, about not anticipating the question, right? Making sure that we know the variety of questions that there could be around any one topic and making sure we listen well to the examiner because you just spit off like 10 questions for these two topics and it's just, there's a huge variety. I mean, exactly. And these questions sound so, like these topics sound so so specific that a student would think there's only like two possible questions related to that. Mm -hmm. Like that's easy. 
crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think sometimes it's even harder with such specific questions because the 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 questions get get really weird with these specific topics. And there's it's stuff that mm-hmm. students aren't used to talking about, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And especially like this is quite cultural, you know. I mean, you and I, it's easy for us to talk about walking and cycling. We live in cities where this is easy. You know, and yeah, we, yeah. you and I are very active. We grew up like this. We're used to getting around like this for sure. So it's part of mm-hmm. our lives naturally. But for a lot of people, mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, I mean, exactly. We both live in cities where it's common to get around. But a lot, I mean, most of the U.S., it's not natural to get around by on, sure. on foot or, or by bike. Not at all. Yeah. Right. So imagine so, living in like L.A. and trying to do that. Like that's what? That's impossible. There's no way. <laughs> that's right. That's why I would never no. live. Well, one of the reasons why I would never live there. But <laughs> no, I couldn't live in L.A. either. I, don't, oh, I, don't I, like I hate that L.A. Oh, oh, I God. hate it. Don't, don't get me started on L.A. I know. <laughs> All right. So that's swagger. Pretty sure lots of people in LA have swagger, but anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. So Lindsay, do you want to do the next word? This is the Yeah. I think my website just crashed here, but that's fine. I think I can remember what it was. To go one level deeper than this podcast, get into our free three video masterclass. It's the best way to get started with our strategies and you can start for free now. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash insider. See you there. Okay, we said meander was the next one. Yeah, I like that one, right? So this idea really, when I think of meander, I think of not going in a straight direct line, right? It's kind of more indirect and we kind of wind around. What do you think about, Jessica? Exactly, exactly. This is like to meander is to walk slowly mm-hmm, with no mm-hmm. specific um, goal in mind or no specific time you have to be somewhere. So Ooh, um, like it's it. definitely just walking slowly. Like that's yeah. that's the most basic definition. But I think, yeah, to put it in, into context would be like um, on the weekends, I love to meander down to my favorite restaurant because um, it's – you know, I love to watch all the people outside on the weekends and take a mm-hmm. look in the shop windows and really just take my time and enjoy the walk itself. It's not about, yeah. oh, here's a good one. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. <laughs> journey. Oh, so deep. We're getting so deep on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true though, right? Like we could take that into the test in a lot of different ways. I agree. Um, it's yeah. not only like our preparation. It's not about getting the the best IELTS score. It's about improving your English and yourself as a person. So it's right. not about this one specific goal. It's not about me being at the restaurant. It's about me getting there. It's about me enjoying every moment of what I'm doing. Exactly. Exactly. It's such a good way to live, right? I mean, that's a bigger message, but it is. I mean, it can't be all about the goal. And actually, speaking of meander, that reminds me of another word that we put down for today, Jessica, the word wander. I think those are pretty similar, right? No, no ultimate destination, just kind of going here, going there, right? If we've talked about wanderlust in the past. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So I think the the difference between meander and wander, they'll, they're both walking slowly, but Mm. me, Meander, the difference is you do have a, de- a destination. You're just taking your time getting there. I feel mm. like this is how we use them, right? And to mm-hmm. wander. Yeah, that makes sense. Like wander, you don't have a specific destination yeah. at all. You mm. don't have a time plan nor an itinerary that you have to follow. So when you wander, 
you're really just in it for the exploration. You really yeah. just want to look at everything you can and 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 just and get lost basically <laughs> exactly and we can use this on the larger scale like sometimes we say oh i wandered around europe for a few years in my 20s right it's not just oh, totally. about in your immediate neighborhood it could be about totally. a lifestyle choice right mm-hmm. for yeah. sure yeah i didn't mm. i was i didn't think about that before you said that but that's true mm-hmm. it's not just about walking specifically it's yeah. your whole way of movement i think that's it's good that we umbrella all of these as movement not just walking or cycling that's right yeah <laughs> totally yeah, exactly. yeah i think you and i wandered around the world for most of we our did. 20s <laughs> did a lot of wandering and it's good it's good for the heart to wander i think i for think sure. I mean, we've talked and, about that before you don't yeah. have any regrets later <laughs> exactly and then you really appreciate having a home after that like having a base oh, yeah. is really nice after that yeah <laughs> grow into it exactly yeah, yeah okay I like so that. i think I'm going to bring this into uh, more formal ways, a word that you could use in speaking part three or writing task two, amble. Okay. Amble is, mm. a, is a direct synonym for walk. Um, okay. The adjective would be ambulatory, which means you are able to walk, right? Oh. Like able to walk around. So this is a definite high level word, but you could use it just directly in the place of walk if you're speaking or writing about this topic. So Ooh, I amble. like this one. Yeah, yeah, this is not a word that I use on a daily basis. So this is a good one. This is super high level. Yeah, I like totally. It. Very articulate. So definitely yeah. only for speaking part three and writing task two, right? Because it's okay. formal. Yeah. Um, yeah so mm-hmm. I want to get back to the informal stuff because this is way yeah. better to use all over the test. Guys, oh, yeah. remember, you can use informal idioms on the speaking and writing test because they qualify as interesting language and that's what you need for a seven or higher not just formal words so and and um, don't let anyone tell you differently right jessica we've talked about the danger you know when we work with the wrong person they might tell us that we need to be formal throughout the whole test and that's just not true they are wrong they are lowering your score okay (laughs) um so this idiom is super awesome i use it all the time Lindsay uses it all the time it's a very native speaker, very current way Mm -hmm. to speak. It would definitely impress the examiner, you guys. So if you are in a rush, this could be driving, this could be walking, this could be cycling. If you are in a hurry, in a rush, and by the way, this is a topic on the speaking test, being in a rush, okay? So we could use the idiom to book it, to book Mm -hmm. it. So Mm. for example, I could be like, um, this morning, um, this morning I had to get James to school and we were running out of time because a friend was staying over and she just was talking a lot and, and I had to come home and record and I found myself, I was running out of time and I really had to book it to yeah. James daycare. I just had to drive as fast as I could. I was booking it super <laughs> fast. Okay. I like that. I mean, I've used this expression since I was a kid. Like I remember using yeah, this as a kid. It's, it's just, it's one of those natural native expressions that just makes you smile. It's just like, totally. it's so common. I so common. It. So yeah, I, if, yeah. I use it a lot. Yeah. And I promise you guys, you're not going to see this in a textbook like ever. Oh my God. Okay. Ever. But this is how we talk. I mean, that's right. Use this on the exam anytime you're talking about hurrying. It'd be perfect. Yeah. And you'll make the examiner smile. <laughs> totally would. Totally would. All right. Oh, now yeah. we do have a couple of phrases that are very bicycle specific. 
Right. Yes. Yes. Broke a spoke. Now, Jessica, this is an expression of yours because I'm not enough of a cyclist to really like use this. <laughs> but <laughs> so I have, I have a racing bike that I broke a spoke on a couple weeks ago. And so a spoke is those metal tubes that are mm-hmm. on this bicycle wheel. So if you picture mm-hmm. a bicycle wheel in your head, all of yeah. those metal things holding it together that are crisscrossing, Right. Mm-hmm. Those are yeah, spokes. Those, so yeah. sometimes one of them pops out or sometimes one of them bends. Yeah. Um, so if it pops out, you say you broke a spoke and that's, you know, you could still ride, but your wheel is going to buckle and it's going to, it's going to be bad eventually. So you have to fix it. But that's, you know, if you're talking about riding a bicycle and having a problem, that could be a speaking part two topic. You know, like were you commuting and did you have a, a problem commuting or a problem getting somewhere on a bicycle one day? Like that could be a speaking part two. So the two main problems are going to be one, you broke a spoke. That doesn't happen Mm -hmm. that often, but it does. It's happened to me. Or Mm -hmm. more commonly, you got a flat tire. So that's the worst. to me all the time. I I kept getting flat tires all summer. It drove me crazy. I was taking it in like every month. And I don't know, it's like a string of bad luck or something. But yeah, common problem. You do go through phases though, for sure. Like I'll be totally fine with my bicycles for months. And then all of a sudden, in like a one month time period, I'm breaking spokes, I'm popping tires, at, you know, like just all the, pro- well, there's another idiom, You, if you have a lot of problems, you guys, that tend to happen all at the same time, you could say, well, when it rains, it pours. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one, when it rains, it pours. And actually, that can uh, work for good situations That's true. too, not yeah, just problems. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's totally like a restaurant, true. right? No one, no one comes into a restaurant for like a week and then all of a sudden on a random Tuesday, you get a ton of customers. When it rains, it pours, That's right? That's true. Yeah. I do mm-hmm. use this a lot when I'm talking about work because I'll have a couple days where I feel mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like I really don't have that much to do right, right. now. This is weird. But then yeah. all of a sudden I'll get like a book you know, assignment yeah. from this person and then another course mm-hmm. thing. And then, and I'm like, right. I don't have enough time for all this. Like <laughs> when it rains, it pours good and yeah. bad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so That's the it. last idiom we're going to talk about today, guys, um, are, is, it's related to bicycles. So when little kids get bicycles, they usually have training wheels on them. And training wheels are the two little wheels attached mm-hmm. to the back wheel to help it balance. So in theory, it's not supposed to fall over. But yeah. in my experience, training wheels are horrendous. And okay. you shouldn't use them because they're just more imbalanced. They're terrible. James never uh-huh. had them. But anyway. Okay. <laughs> so those are training wheels, but we use it as an idiom. Well, a metaphor yeah. and an idiom, right? To talk yeah. about having a crutch, having yeah. something you depend on that maybe you don't need anymore, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So for example, for language learners, carrying around um, like a Chinese English translator, Right. You know, a lot of people use that as a crutch. So instead of relying on their own minds to figure out how to say something, they automatically go to this little machine, type yeah. it in and have the machine do it for them. Those are training oh, yeah. wheels. That's a crutch. You don't need that. Yeah. It's like a security blanket, right? And yeah. oftentimes it's a mental thing. We have to make right. the shift in our That's minds true. to move over. And then once we start to get some confidence in our own abilities to figure exactly. out the meaning of the word, we can really get rid of it. But until then, it, the crutch is very psychological. You know, I it use totally the word is. crutch more than training wheels, but yeah, yeah I mean, the sure. two are both good, good expressions. Yeah, That's like really it. funny because they mean the same thing and mm-hmm. they're both connected to our topic today. Training wheels with the bicycle and crutch with walking, right? <laughs> These things you depend on. 
on until mm-hmm. you can do it yourself. Exactly. Same, right? Like general meaning and therefore the yep. idiom or the metaphorical way we use them also exactly the same. But Lindsay's right. Crutch is way more common than using training mm-hmm. meals, but still they're interchangeable. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love yeah. it. So this is a great topic, guys. So again, don't be afraid to be kind of fun with your vocabulary. I mean, that is the way you increase your vocabulary score on speaking and writing. You know, be smart about it. Be strategic about it. Yeah. Exactly. And guys, I promise you that these phrases, these idioms, these very specific words, this is how you get a seven or higher for vocab. And again, guys, if you impress the examiner in one aspect, like your vocabulary, you're that much more likely to raise your scores in the other aspects as well. They're all intertwined. They're all, you know, yeah. everything you're graded on is connected. So just working it. on this one skill that will help you in all the other things as well. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And in our course, guys, we do give you a lot of very specific vocabulary, especially especially in our bonuses. We give you a couple of great bonuses where you can just literally plug in those vocabulary words. So you don't Mm -hmm. need to go off and decide which words would be good. You just take the ones that we give you and immediately increase your score. So to get into our course, guys, go to ielts.allearsenglish.com and click on the link in the menu bar that says IELTS course and you can get in there and yeah. we hope to see you guys there. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please do, guys. These yeah. The vocab in the course is awesome. It's practice. There's worksheets, PDFs. You can definitely learn and use this. And there's a lot of um, students in our course now that are forming Skype groups and chat oh, groups yeah. with each other from our closed Facebook group. So they're practicing this vocab related to the test in their own time. I, lo- I love That's so cool. the work they're putting in. It's so That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. One person posted a message and said she wanted to organize that. And there were like seven people that yeah. quickly wrote and said they were interested. I was really impressed. And I mean, they're all really- over the world. I mean, it's yeah. so fun. Yeah. They're like a tight group now. So cool. I love <laughs> that's it. Really and cool. those are the students. That's the habit of a successful student. You know, oh, that's yeah. showing you what you can do to raise your scores. That initiative is admirable. Yes. I love it. Love our students. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Very cool. All right, Jessica. Well, let's take a break for the weekend and I will see you back here next week. So have a good weekend. Enjoy right. yourself. Thanks. You too. Bye, Lindsay. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.